Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. This is Rob Pitts in the studio. And, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours financial analyst slash numbers guru, the professor himself, Richard Hoskins. Shout out to one of Rob's favorite stomping grounds, Atlanta, Georgia. Kind of my town there. I love Atlanta, uh, man. You're, you're like the mayor of Atlanta. I don't feel quite that far. I think Jermaine Dupree is the mayor of Atlanta. Where the players play? Him or Usher. Gotta go with Usher, I think. Yeah, I think Usher. But I'm definitely up there. I feel like it. You're like the lieutenant mayor or uh, a city councilman, at least. The uh, A funny story. Uh, there was a guy that was running for mayor of Fulton County, Georgia. <clears throat> and uh, his name is Rob Pitts. Get out. And uh, <laughs> everybody thought it was me running for <laughs> And they're like, man, that's right. Yeah, get him, rabbit. And and then it was just like this random dude that. Uh, How many votes did that guy get because of you? <laughs> exactly. You're welcome. You know, for a guy that don't even live in Georgia. What's up with that? Then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours Legal Counsel, which I was about to need for that political case. <laughs> and all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's up, everyone? Yeah, you would have. So, you know, it's my birthday, and when it's my birthday, I get to pick what we talk about. Last year was C4 Vets. This year, C3 Corvettes. And there's a lot of cool things about C3 Vets. Um, a lot of differences but a lot of things stay the same on C3s. And a lot of things a lot of people don't realize stay the same on C3 Corvettes. Um, the biggest reason I was always told, the mid-year vets sold remarkably well, but they only ran them for four years. Or, or Five for, years. Yeah. And, but the, the, the big thing with this is why you know, they quit making them if they sold so good. Because now they keep models for years. They kept the C3 style from 68 to 82. But why? There was one big problem. You want to take a stab at it, Professor? Um, I think it's going to be a, something a lot more specific than what I'm thinking. Uh, my thought is they updated cars every single year back then, and they just didn't keep cars running for a long time. No. All right. No. Um, the world was changing a little bit. Um, you got to think about it. You know, manual Corvettes were extremely popular in mid-year cars. There were a lot of them. You know, you had the three-speed manual, you had a four-speed, you know, and then, of course, you had a two-speed power glide transmission. That was the only automatic option. Well, come 1967, 68, GM's got the Turbo Hydromatic, the 400. There's only one problem. It won't fit in the transmission tunnel of a 67 Corvette. Wasn't wide enough. Wasn't wide enough. So... That was the biggest reason that they did the change. Now, keep in mind, a 68 Corvette and a 67 Corvette under the bottom are virtually the same car. Right. Same brakes, same front. I mean, it's the same everything. The only difference is is in the front snout, there's a bolt-on piece that bolts onto the front right there at the frame horns that helps support the front end. 
and the fuel tank. It's the only differences, really. I mean, under the bottom, they're virtually the same car. Um, mechanically, same brake, same brake pads, same rear end, same front end, same everything. Set of shocks for a 63 Corvette will fit a 68 Corvette, and it will even or fit an 82 Corvette. Um, snout. snout. But you know what I'm saying. And uh, these cars, but the styling is what sold these cars to me. And, and you know, that's the thing is this is the this was the heyday of the muscles of the muscle cars and you got to think about like the l88s or 27 three or with three deuces on it i mean making monster horsepower four-speed transmissions at them and now you can get with a turbo 400 which is very dependable very stout to this day still automatic and you know i mean so these cars uh people complained about how they're they were smaller on the inside than a mid-year vet because the transmission tunnel is naturally wider in it. I mean, the floor pans themselves are, are narrower, but uh, it's just a sexy car. I love the styling of them. I mean, they they really, a C2 is a gorgeous car, but that there's just something about that style. And like, like the road race, what like the Owens Corning's cars and things like that back in the day, those things were just works of art. They, they were radical. Well, that was a big change between in body between 67 and 68. I mean, yeah, yeah, think about it. You know, through the years in the 50s and even in the early 60s, you know, like, you know, the 61 and the 62 started getting, you know, kind of that, that boat tail back. So that kind of like was the predecessor to the 63 vet. Like, you know, you're getting hints along the way. You know, they went from two-tone to one color. And then, of course, the boat tail style back in. The same tail lights were kind of worked their way into the 60. Well, it wasn't the same tail lights, but a similar tail light worked its way into a 63 and then all the way through 67. This was 67 then. We changed everything. Clean slate. And and then 68, they had some problems with them. These cars, they had some weird quirks. Uh, the, the one thing, the easiest way to spot a 68 Corvette, to me, from a mile away, is the door handles. You know, the, the all your C3 Corvettes had the same style door handle where you push down. It was like a little rectangle at the top of the door, and you pushed it down, where the 68s actually had a push-button lock, um, yeah. a thumb lock, where the key went. And you had to push that in to unlock the door. It was actually just a handle was the top part in a 68. In 69, that went away. And then from 69 to 82, they were the same. Um, that's one thing that's cool because from the side of the car, it don't like has door handles on it. Right. You know, you went from a, a, a old school standard car door handle on a 67 to that on the 68 through 82s. Um, and that was one really cool point. I like that. Um, you know, another thing that was kind of neat about them is, you know, just – I like the back end because it was kind of cut off. Only yeah. there was like a bobbed off look. Had the the, the you know the chrome you know bumpers like with double or they call them like bumperettes on those cars. But you know, and the sixty sevens were kind of like that, and the mid years were like that. That's the only styling cue I think that's like borrowed from the mid years was the the bumpers like that, the four little bumpers. You could still tell it was Corvette. Oh, definitely. But it was definitely. obviously uh, a new take on it and T tops. And T-tops, yes, sir. Is that and the first car to ever have T-tops? I don't know if it's the first, but it's got to be... Definitely the first mass-produced. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know that for a hundred, but I'm, I mean, I can't really think of anything right off. Nothing comes to mind. Yeah. Certainly nothing on the capacity of a 68 Corvette. You know, and, and that was that was a big thing. They made a lot of coupes, you know, and... Yeah, before it was hard tops of convertibles. Well, those early ones, back windows came out too, didn't they? Yeah, oh yeah, it actually it, the the glass 
It didn't roll down. It, it laid down, I think. Something, yeah. I can't remember. Uh, Kirby's parents had one, and I remember taking it out. I don't remember exactly how it worked, but I do remember that the glass came out. Yeah, as long as you didn't do it with a baseball bat, I guess it was okay. Yeah, as long as you could put it back in. Yeah, as long as you could put it back. The uh, that that's something that I always liked about. It. There was a lot of and there was a lot of really cool kind of new technology things. They had fiber optic te- technology in the early C threes. So it was the first car with T tops. What Google says. This what I so say. It's got to be right. They can't lie on the internet. First U.S. built production automobile. Um, I would say it's probably the first, first production automobile. The, uh, but you know that's something you know, the fiber optic technology for the lights. Like I told you, they had a burnout tail light. Yeah. In 1968. Now keep my way and put a man on the moon yet. But we could tell you if your blinker was out. <laughs> that's right. But I mean, uh, this was cool stuff though. Astro ventilation. That just sounds cool. And it advertised it, too. Exactly. It had it on the windows. Yeah. Astroventilation. And that, that's fancy. It's it classy. is. I mean, it is classy. And, I mean, this thing's... And then, of course, you know, you the, you had the pop-up headlights. To me, that's what hurts me the most. You know, Corvettes have literally gotten so far off the path of tradition. Well, you remember in 2005, man, people were losing their minds. You, when got, a, going to you the, got a Corvette with no flip-up headlights? I agree with them. It bothers me. It bothers me. And I love them. I love, I hate commercial brakes. I love hideaway headlights. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? We got to take commercial brakes. What pays the bills? I'm telling you guys, stay tuned. We're talking all about C3 Corvettes this week on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts in the studio. We have Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. What is going on to the home of the Corvette? C3's first one's being built there, Bowling Green, Kentucky. It's a damn fine town. Yes, indeed. They built Corvettes there. That's right. And, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours, legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? All right. It's my birthday. We're talking C3 Corvettes. That's how it's going down. So now we're taking you to school. Last year we took you to school on a C4 vet. This year, this year we're taking you to school on a C3 vet. Now, this is my thing with America's sports car. I've got an interesting C3 Corvette fact for everybody here. All right. Between 1953 and 2010, they made 1.5 million Corvettes. Of those 1.5 million vets, over a third of them were C3s. Now, 540,000 of them were C3s. Even think... uh you know, you and I were talking about, we were talking about, we were all talking about on the break. They made the millionth Corvette in 1992. That's 40 years of production, more than half, half of those. Or, exactly. So, if, so for every for every Corvette you see, there's a C3 Corvette 
That's nuts, man. Well, and the best-selling ones were the slow ones. Exactly. That was the best-selling <laughs> Corvettes were the slowest Corvette. 1979 was the best-selling year for Corvette, and that was one of the slowest Corvettes next to the 53 ever made. <sighs> Period. Pinch chills. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a different time. I mean, the California Mission Corps had 305s in them. That, that's not something a lot of Corvette people are probably bragging about. But. No, they're like, hey, this one's got a 305 in it with a 85-mile-an-hour speedometer. And it even lists the 305. Uh, like, if you look on Wikipedia for the C3 Corvette, you know, it lists all the engines that was available. Even though they only made a handful of them, but it actually does list the 305 as an engine that was available. Yeah. that was. I mean, I mean, does anybody like the 305? I do. Not that 305. Now, what was the, uh, what, the L, what was the L98 was the 350? Yeah, and then there was. What was it, the L? I forget what the 305 TPI was. Was it L78? Maybe. Something like that. It Maybe. was like, you know, was the 305. Now, the high output 305 with the TPI, that was a whole other animal. Yeah, it was a screamer. But, but as a rule, when you say 305, that's really not the. The uh, the pinnacle of performance. You run a high performance automobile. It's 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 a it's it's a good running V eight engine. The yeah, end. it does run. That's about the most. It's you so can say funny. About it. It's so funny that forty five cubic inches makes all the difference in the world. Apparently, sure does. You know, I mean, that's uh, that is the three hundred five. I think the most hated, the only probably the most hated GM V eight is the three hundred five. Maybe the three hundred seven. Ah, you know, I'm there's a lot of collectors of the 307s. 307s got stuck in everything. I know, but there, there is. They, put, they is literally kind of... put those things in everything. And weren't a bad motor. No, it's just a little odd. It yeah. was odd. 307. I mean, unless you're driving an Oldsmobile, that just doesn't, doesn't sound right. What you got? I got that 307. You're driving an 85 Cutlass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got a 307. I got that 307. Whoop, whoop. So, you know, if you notice... Me and the professor will geek out on Corvettes. And we're over here like, da 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 And you'll see Kobe gets kind of quiet. Kobe is not a Corvette guy. Nope. But I dug a little deeper. I had a Dr. Phil Kobe. <laughs> like, like, I came over here, and I'm like, Kobe, what started your issues with America's sports car? And then he proceeds to tell me a story. And this story really, like, like man, like, I feel I kind of wish I didn't ask. But, uh, so tell, tell us this story. I was traumatized as a teenager when it come to Corvette. Stop. Now, that's the first part I heard. And I'm thinking to myself, what did he do to you? <laughs> Show me on the doll where they touched you, Kobe. <laughs> no, it wasn't quite that bad. But uh, I'm just saying, when you hear that, naturally, oh, my God. I, I was a truck owner in high school, and I had a truck, and uh, it, I wrecked it. And my uncle was going to fix it for me. He said, well... I didn't have nothing to drive back to school. He said, take my vet. And it was a 78 or 79 Corvette. It was silver, red interior, nice-looking car. And that's the thing now. Now, keep in mind, normally when you give a teenager a Corvette, this is a happy time. Yeah. And it was like his prized possession, you know. I can see that. I got it the night before and the next morning. I was kind of stoked about it. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to roll up, you know, to high school in a Corvette. Well, I rolled up, and I didn't realize that nose is like 28 feet longer than most. And I rode it all the way up on the bank and just rolled the whole front end over. And I called my uncle from the payphone at high school, 
he come to the school and right there in the parking lot, he proceeded to beat my butt. And then for like three days straight, every time he seen me, he <laughs> whooped my butt. So every family reunion still to this day. <laughs> he probably here, would. He says, Hey Kobe, come here. You know what time it is. <laughs> and you know, it's like from that I hate day, you, Unc, leave me alone. From that day forward, if I look at a Corvette, I just kind of turn my head. I'm like, man, I think about my but not being able to sit down in a seat for like weeks. I'll be honest with you, hearing that story, I kind of want to hit you a little bit. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I did, I did, and I didn't mean to. That was the it's thing. Like Kobe, I just, come here. That's you know, wrong. Kind of like you say, you know, with your with yours, you know, the that front, you, you sit down in there so low and you can't see over the dash that far, and then you don't realize how long that is sticking out there. And I just. I, it's hard to look cool when you drive up on banks. Yeah, it, it was horrible. Don't be that guy. Definitely a PTSD moment. Yeah. It's kind of like the, uh, it's kind of like you want you want to have a guy had a similar moment that I witnessed, uh, not actually not that long ago. We uh, went to Cars and Coffee early, earlier this year, and we went to uh, the little little restaurant. Little yeah, the, place. yeah, that little, little breakfast, breakfast place, place we went to. And next thing you know, there was a, a new Lamborghini, like, or well, it was new to him probably, but it, was, it had paper tag on yep. it. And he went back. He like stalled it out twice. Like I'm thinking to myself, really, you're really messing this up. Yeah, it's like like <laughs> this was cool, but now it's not. Now it's just sad. Just you go know. practice driving before driving. Yeah, like you you roll. Really, this should be the coolest moment in your life, and you ruined it. See, that's that's how I felt because like literally like everybody was standing around in the parking lot and all that stuff, and I come rolling in and I. We got crash at Kobe. And I did. And everybody was like, like, just come running over and just was like, oh, my God. I'm like, and I didn't want to make that phone call. Kobe the Corvette killer. I'm with you there. I, I probably, <laughs> yeah, that's Kobe the I Corvette I thought about killer. waiting until after school, but then it would have probably been worse. Uh, I'd have to put that one off. I don't. I don't think there's any win in that one. Really, I would maybe I would have pulled it off the bank and prayed the sun would like mold the fiberglass back into pl- like it had a memory, like it would go back. Oh, there's so many good memories. I have good memories with Corvettes. Even my bad memories in my Corvette make me smile. Like, like I just I I don't know. Just, there's something about the fiberglass cars that really tear me. I tell you what tears me is commercial breaks and watching Patrick do these monkey motions, telling me to stop talking. But we got to pay the bills, Rob. That we do. Guys, stay tuned. We're talking all about C3 Corvettes right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there.
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods in the Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, your automotive host with the most slash birthday boy. I'm, I'm excited, like it's smart. I'm like, I mean, nobody gets excited about turning forty, but I am because I got me a Corvette. Like this puts joy in my heart. That'll that'll soften a lot of blows. It does. It does. You know what I'm saying? Like like I'm sitting here right now, my back hurts. Coming like I'm li- I'm falling apart. I'm deteriorating as we speak. Becoming an adult. I'm becoming an adult. <laughs> and we ate at K&W. <laughs> we did eat at the yeah. old people place. But you know what? Some great food. At least we didn't get a discount. <laughs> no, we didn't. No. It's coming, though. That it's is coming. not a good indictment on y'all getting old. Yeah. Um, K&W. I didn't know that y'all were alive. How does that work? Like, do you well, have to, you, like, walk through the gates and all that stuff? Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Like when you're cafeteria in elementary style. school. Cafeteria style. Okay. I've never been in one. Really? You got to go with us. It is so good. I'm 40, dude. It don't matter. Me too, dude. I'm not, I'm not even quite 40 yet. I'm not even 40 anymore. All right, let's just change stuff. <laughs> I'm depressed. Let's talk about Corvette. Maybe you need to get a Corvette. Don't tempt me. I'm telling you, Tony. Get you, get you a good deal on a, on a C7 right about now, I bet. Yeah, true that. You know what I mean? I'm a C6 guy anyway. Uh, you don't want to want them to do fangled mid-engine things. Yeah. That's... that's this it's not right. I got a question for you Corvette guys. All right. Okay, like you were just saying, the new mid-engine Corvettes fixing to come come out. Of course, we read Jay Leno's going to be driving the first one. Okay. What's going to happen to all these 17, 18, 19 Corvettes that are out there right now when all these guys want to go get this new mid-engine one? What do you think the economy is going to do with these? And where, what are they going to do with all the ones that are still brand new on the lots? They're going to sell them very cheap. Um, and then eventually they will go back up in value. Yeah, they're going to drop like a rock for a little while. Yeah. Like bad, bad. But then they're going to be the last front-engine Corvettes. Yeah, that's going to be – it's the last front-engine Corvette. Well, that's, a, that's a big deal. Yeah. I won't feel you know a little secret. It might be the last front-engine Corvette. But if that mid-engine doesn't sell well, they're going to start making them again. I assure you. I think I think the mid-engine will do pretty well. Uh, Definitely handling-wise. Cost is going to be a big factor. Uh, it's going to be an incredible performer. They wouldn't build it if it wasn't going to be. But that's going to drive up the price. Oh, yeah. And that's the one thing that, that over the years, you know, the price of vehicles have gone steadily through the roof. Um, you know, I mean, a new Escalade now is 90 grand. A suburban, seventy grand, you know, but the Corvettes. I mean, I mean, they're still fifty, sixty, sixty-five, seventy, but they were still somewhat reasonably priced for what you're getting compared to the comps around it, Porsches, and yeah. you know, well, well, when they were making Vipers and and things like that, it was still the 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 cheapest route for a sports car, new. Right now, you can still get into one for fifty if you don't get any options. Yeah, which is, I don't know, I'll be honest with you. Hell, it's hard to get in a loaded-out Kia for less than 50 nowadays. You're right. I mean, mean, that's insane, the price of cars. I mean, there's Hyundais 
Lots of Hyundais that are way more than that. I mean, that blows my mind. That's America's sports car that you can be riding in for that kind of money. A lot of value. There's a, it's a lot of heart in that. Lee Greenwood is singing God Bless the USA when you're riding in it. I'm just saying. That's Bald Eagles, Chuck Norris, apple pie, french fries, and everything. America. Well, maybe not the fries, but you know what I'm saying. I guess you, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's France, but, you know, we're going to go with when that. You, when you say that, I think of that song, Sweet Carolina. <laughs> oh, but, but yeah, I think, I think if you're, if you want looking for a good deal on a late model vet, hang tight. Give about yeah. another month. Yeah, you, you, you'll be able to get him one pretty cheap. You look good. You look good in a, in a C7. I like C6s better, really. Really? I mean, you know, I'd want the newer one because it's newer, but, um, you know, unless I'm buying a brand new car, I'd really rather have a C6. I think that's my favorite body style. I think that was the prettiest uh, Corvette yet. You know, with the no. exception of the classics. And the flip-up headlights. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's... I'll tell you what, man. Um, nah, I, I feel like I'm making a mistake by even bringing this up, but uh, C4 ZR1s right now, man. That's that's the one to jump on. They're They're, you know, those cars shot up really high. And then they plateaued off, and now they're creeping back down again. Yeah, I had a guy send me one. It was really low miles. It was it was a ninety. Was last year for zero one ninety five five. Yeah, it was a ninety five. They made four hundred something. I mean, so this was the best of the best of the zero ones. Ninety five was twenty three thousand bucks, and it was a low mile car. I'm thinking less than twenty thousand miles on it. A lot of car for that money. It is a lot of car for that money, but you know, there's a lot of good Corvette value still out there. C5s. You can buy C5Z06s for a song, and that's a car. Yeah, yeah, that's a very high-performance machine. Yeah, I just seen one. I passed one earlier today at on a lot here, Chevrolet lot, for 19000 black convertible. Yeah, well, that well, they make a convertible Z06. Or but, whatever it is, yeah. convertible, whatever. But those, cars, but those convertible, or the Z06s, I mean, that was what, new, a 70 Probably sixties, sixty thousand anyway. in two thousand six, two or two. Yeah, six was first year for the two thousand one was yeah. the first year. It was the three eighty five horse. Then in two thousand two, they went to the four hundred five horse. I mean, that's insane. That's a lot. Two thousand one was the only year you could get a Grand Prix white uh, Z six. Really, and that's why we like you, Richard, because you just got like random stuff. Hey, that is pretty random. You know, you can't tell me your phone number, but <laughs> do you know in two thousand one they only made Grand Prix white? I tell you what, I got a Can Am white '69 vet. Can't touch that, man. I was told my dad that he said, "You know what color it looks like to me?" He said, it "Looks like refrigerator white to me." <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Thanks. Refrigerator white. Why didn't GM hire your dad as a marketing? <laughs> I'm glad they didn't hire my dad. <laughs> my dad has a, my dad has a way of bringing out the worst in anything. You know, what <laughs> I mean? like <laughs> I could see his sale pitch on that car. Well. It ain't, on, it ain't no C2. But yeah, he'd be like, it ain't a C2. Right. <laughs> it's all right. It's refrigerator white. Uh, well, the top is black. Yeah. or is, It's uh, got round wheels. Buy it. Or like, you know, so every any car like that's not black, it's in between black and white. So remotely a silver gray color. It's funeral home gray. It's the only color they got is funeral home gray. Like, it's just his... And I, I can't even tell you what he calls brown <laughs> on the radio. 
But, you know, that's that, that's my old man, you know. I mean, I'm glad he doesn't name colors. I, I think I think he's a lost talent. <laughs> Could you imagine if my dad, like, like named perfume? You won't stink so bad with this on. It would have to be, like, on a car brochure. There would have to be an NC-17 sticker down. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And what's so funny with your dad is when he does say something like that, it's, like, with a straight face and has, like, no... No, that's just how he is. I know, but yeah. what I'm saying... He's not it, joking. He's no, straight up. Yeah, and it, it's, like, he, his tone don't change. It's, like, just melatonin, like, yeah. oh, yep. That, yep, that, that's it. You know, like, <laughs> I love it. It's hilarious. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Super, super. You know, hey, Dad, I just found the cure for cancer. About time. Thanks. Good job. I worked really hard on it. So do washing machines. That's high praise. <laughs> you know, that's, that's how he is. I mean, it's just like, there's no winning here, you know? That's high I mean, praise. I mean, if you get a... I mean, you, you realize, I mean, thousands of cars I've sold in my life. You know, YouTube, 13 million views talking about selling used cars. Yeah, you done all right. You got lucky. Really? You know how much that means. Thousands of times. Yep, you're lucky. Do you think it's easy for him to open up like that? I don't know. I mean, he's just he just lets it flow. <laughs> I'm like, man, Dad, whoa. You know? <laughs> easy, you know? I'm telling you, I, mean, I believe he told me I did a good job and pat me on the back. I'd probably have a coronary. <laughs> <laughs> they got two cheeseburgers at McDonald's for a dollar. Is I? It's like I took him. I bought him a gift card. This was several years ago. I bought him a gift card to a restaurant. I don't even remember the restaurant. That was a steakhouse. I said, "He's like, I hope it don't make me sick." <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like really, I really do. I hope it gives you. I hope it gives you indigestion and diarrhea at the same time. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> You old softy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but getting back on the uh, on the C three Corvettes, they were an extremely popular car. But I think those cars just sold on style because you got to think about it. you know sixty nine or sixty eight through seventy two, and even they had the four fifty four cars in them. It all went to what seventy five four four was last year for the four fifty four. But those cars, like you know those, I mean, and even even in the mid seventies, the performance wasn't there. But even the slower they got, the more, the better they sold. Yep. Oh, man, it's crazy. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'll tell you what else crazy. These darn commercial breaks. Guys, stay tuned. We got more Hot Rods and Happy Hour headed your way. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. In the studio, as always, we got the professor himself, Richard Hoskins. What's going on to our friends in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee? I love that town. Place where Rob Pitts has spent some time. A lot of time, a lot of money in that town. A lot of money. A lot of a lot of stuff in that town. Fun it's town. It's where Dolly's from. Everybody loves Dolly Parton. America's sweetheart. It's American icon. All right. And then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours, legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? Rob, 
I got a great question for you. You know what? I got a good answer. I'm sure you do. And I've kind of wondered this over the years of why do you like Corvettes so much? Other than it's the best vehicle ever made. Uh, <sighs> you know, I get it honest. My dad liked Corvettes. Um, I always liked them. But I have so many fun stories about Corvettes. You know, like, you know, and it's, it's it's so funny. There's a lot of cars like this, you know, not just Corvettes. I mean, but Corvettes one of those cars that uh, you make memories in. You don't make memories in an Escort. <laughs> not good ones. Yeah, that's a rule. <laughs> not good ones, but, yeah. But this is the thing you got to think about. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. I'll give you a good example of Corvette memories. And this is this is a good story. This is my life. I love Corvettes. Every teenage American red-blooded kid loves Corvette. And, you know, here I am, 20 years old. This was 20 years ago, almost to the damn day, 20 years ago. I decided I was going to get married. And, uh, you know, I found the love of my life, the love of my life. And I was in love, love, love. And now we're talking about my old man in the last segment. And his opinion on food, car colors, was about the same as his opinion on the future future Miss Pitts number one. <laughs> he didn't really care for her too much either, but you know what? He kind of kept to himself and, was, you know, whatever. Well, so me and my groomsmen, on the day we were getting married, my dad had a brand-new Ford Dooley, and he had a brand-new Corvette. So he had a big crew cab Ford Dooley, and he picks up me and the groomsmen at where we were getting married at, and... uh we went riding around while everybody's setting up and putting chairs out and all that stuff. We went out goofing off. And I'll never forget this till the day I die. The uh, We're riding around, and we end up on Lawrence Road, or Motor Mile, where all the car dealerships are. And my dad pulls into Kevin Whitaker, and there's a long line of brand-new 2,000 Corvettes. A long line. 2,001 Corvettes. Let's get that straight. This was 2001. Just turned 21 long line of vets. My dad puts the truck in park. I'm sitting there. My two buddies are in the back seat. He says, you see those Corvettes right there, son? He said, yeah. He goes, I'll buy you anyone you want. Just don't marry her. Dad, I'm in love. He said, listen. He said, you can go. He said, let's go pick you out one. So we get out of the truck, and we start looking. And there was a, what was the yellow ones? Millennium yellow. Yellow convertible, six-speed. And I walk up to it. Salesman comes out. They open it up. They said, get the keys out there. Keep in mind, you know, my, my father's bought hundreds of vehicles from the Chevrolet dealership over the years. And, I mean, when he pulls up, they pretty much know they got a sale. <laughs> so, got the key. Put the top back. Zipped it up the road. I got to take it by myself. I don't know what my dad was telling my groomsmen and the salesman while I was gone. Probably wasn't good what he was telling them. <laughs> yeah, I zipped it up Lawrence Road and zipped it back. I mean, it's a brand new vet. It was perfect. I pulled in. Dad said, you like that one? I said, I do. He said, it's yours. He said, go enjoy your car. I'll do the paperwork on it. So we'll get you a tag to put on the back up. You'll be ready to rock. And I said, Dad, I said, I said, you know, I'm getting married in three hours. He goes, son, you go enjoy your car. He said, I'll drive down there. I'll tell everybody. Just don't marry her. And I'm like, Dad, I'm, I'm, I'm in love. You don't do that when you're in love. I'm in love. 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 I'll say it one more time because it's stupid. That's why. <laughs> so 
back the Corvette up, put it in the spot, and then I found it. We get back in the dually. They said, well, you know, it's your decision, son. Never said another word about it. And uh, we drive to Lyman Lake Lodge, where I was getting married at, and I proceeded to get married. And uh, then, you know, I ended up getting my own Corvette, got my, my 80 drop top, and I loved it. It was a great car. And it was so funny. When I got that car, my wife hated it. She called it the Batmobile. <laughs> she said, I hate that thing. She never sat in it. She never rode in it. In five years, nothing. It just sat in the garage, and she just rolled her eyes. Hated it. It made her blood boil just looking at it. Not a good sign. And uh, I used to joke around. I said, you keep on. This car's going to out, outstay you here. And it did. And uh, so anyway, we, we we parted company. You know, it it didn't work. And uh, I was sitting in, you know, I never get, I came in the shop, and I sat down. In the office, and they said, "What's wrong?" I said, "I said, you know, me and my first wife, me and Carrie, we're getting a divorce, Daddy." He goes, "You should have took the vet." <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Is that still on the table? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it too late? And uh, they so got heard, new models out. Now. Heard those C sixes coming out, <laughs> and uh, but you know, and it's so funny now. I've owned numerous Corvettes since then, and I think that's why I like them so much. Is because my dad to this day, yeah, he goes, see what happened if you stuck with them Corvettes, champ. You know, and I mean, even buying this '69, that was the first thing he said. Like he was joking around, like the memory. Yeah. You know, and I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's what I love about these things. Uh, you know, and there's so many memories I had in my red '80, and my dad loved the C3s. He had several of those growing up too, and and I think that's what it's all about is the memory, and 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 just you know what I'm saying. And, and I'm, it's like Dad sold. Dad has sold every one of his Corvettes. He's got his 427 now, uh, and you know it's like, here I am, got this '69 vet. First thing the old man says is, "I want to find me another vet." Like he can't, you know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 that rivalry thing. You He's, know what I mean? He got that. He got that newer one too, right? Well, the 427. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And no. and and that's you know, and I mean, he don't drive yeah. it either. Yeah, no. But but you know what I'm saying? And and he's like, "I want to find me another vet." Like it's. I love it. That I think that's yeah. what draws me to the Corvette. It's just it's that attraction with like my dad. You know, it's just something like me and him. That's our thing. You know what I mean? So, so I kind of like. That. I think that's what draws me to those cars. And there's so I'm gonna tell stories for the next two hours about Corvettes and my dad and doing things with him and things that I remember. But you know, it's I think that's that's why I like Corvettes. Hands down, it's not you know anything in particular about the car. I mean, they're cool. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's it's the stories and and just. You know, hanging out with dad and, the, and just, you know, the funny things that just so happen to have a Corvette in the background of the story. Yeah. You know, I that's, can see to, that. To me, that's that's what, that's my big attraction with it. And, and I think that's why I love it. I mean, you know, and it's just, it's an iconic car and all that, but lay all that to the side at the end of the day. It's definitely, that's that's my favorite part. Memories. Memories, most, memories, memories. Most of your growing up pictures that I've seen, if you're outside, is there in front is of a Corvette. A Corvette in well, the and, and that was the thing. I mean, because there was one growing up that uh, my dad had a Corvette. Every, to my knowledge, every day I've been on this earth, he's owned a Corvette. And, I mean, there might have been 10 days in there somewhere. But other than that, in between buying two Corvettes or something, but that's it. Like, that, I mean, that was that's always been a strong, like, like a thing, you know, a staple thing with him. And it's, uh, you know, I, I think that's, I think that's, I, I know that is. I know that's the reason, you know. I mean, it's, you know, he's in my refrigerator white 69 Corvette. You know, it's just this 
that's him. You know, I think that's why I like him so much. Nobody has ever bought a Corvette to get from A to B. No, 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 no. You, no. you just—it's all end, about the journey in the van, right? You don't end up with a Corvette if all you're doing is looking for a nice used car. And you know, I tell you what's crazy—I've never met anyone that's owned a Corvette that didn't have a funny story about it. Nobody's just like, "Yeah, I just drove it to work." <laughs> never in your life you'll ever hear but that. But you know, when it comes to Corvettes, you know, of course, we talked about me not being a Corvette guy. But little behold, your new Corvette is bad. I I do like it. Well, I'm 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 quite fond of it myself, buddy. Thank you. And I want to thank all you guys. I tell you what, you know what? It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun celebrating old four O yeah. with everybody, all seven people listening tonight. That kind of puts Send joy. all the birthday wishes I, out, everyone. That's right. I put I put a little joy in this old man's heart. Guys, I want to thank you all for playing along and listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour right here on 1063 W O R D. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.